welcome to sip and say with stephanie how y'all doing i'm sipping already i need to drink me just a tad little have water in my water bottle so let me just take a sip and y'all know i got some some other over here as well <laughs> let me take a sip y'all how y'all doing how, how's life what's going on how, what's happening what's up hey 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 take a sip Good evening, good evening to the Stephanie Humphrey channel family on YouTube, to my podcast listeners on the Stephanie Humphrey podcast. How is everybody doing tonight? How are you doing mentally? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing spiritually? How are you doing socially? How are you doing physically? I myself am doing amazing. So I'm doing really well tonight. Mentally, I'm feeling good. Emotionally, I'm feeling good. Um, physically, I'm feeling okay. I had a little bit of pain, you all, on my right side. And it's actually been an ongoing pain for the last two years. And in these last two years, my doctor has, um, you know, signed for me, so to speak, to get several tests done. So I've had several tests done to determine what this pain is on my left side. And it's right under my breast, almost like in my rib cage. And so when it initially started, the weekend that it started was... Was it last year or the year before? I think it was the year before. But it was a weekend where I was working out in my storage. I was moving stuff around. Stuff was heavy. I was carrying things from the house to the storage, storage to the house. And so I thought maybe I'd pull a muscle or just something wasn't right there. And so, of course, I talked to my doctor. And she said, well, it's possible, you know, you have some strain there because I did, I was doing more work than I had done. And like I said, lifting heavy stuff, you know, that I probably shouldn't have been lifting. I probably should have taken it in shifts, but I did what I did. And so, um, we took it as that, even though she did give me an EKG, she said, well, let's just have an EKG, check your heart, just to make sure nothing's happening, at least in that aspect. And everything came out normal for the EKG. And so I think maybe some months later after my appointment with her, I felt some more pain. And so we started going through another series of tests just to see what was happening. And so not everything has come out clear. So and I, so I don't know what it is. Like I know that like our body is so intricately developed. The Lord has really made our body from head to toe, from toe to head, just intricate and beautiful and amazing and unique. And so I don't know. So now the pain, what I recognize is earlier this year, the pain has shifted from like the front side, front right side. So like now my back, almost like in my kind of mid back to the left. And I'm like, Jesus, what is happening? So I'm going to reach out to my doctor again just to let her know that this is happening. And it, y'all, it doesn't happen. Like, I'm not going to say it doesn't. It happens, I feel like every few months I feel this pain. And so I'm like, we're going on two years now. And even though the tests don't show anything, something is happening in my body. And so I'm going to reach out to her within a few days just to let her know to let's figure, to give me some more ideas like what might be going on do you think i need some more tests or i need to go to a special well i went to a specialist but do i need to go to another specialist at this point well let me backtrack i had some special testing done but i haven't gone to like a heart specialist or anything like that so i don't know i don't know i've been doing some research trying to figure it out for myself as well as telling my doctor my doctor is she is the absolute best. Whenever something is happening in my body and I tell her about it, she's like, okay, 
this is these are your options. These are the tests that you can have, or this is a specialist you can talk to. What do you want to do? And so I've been taking things step by step with different ailments that I've been experiencing, you know, since she's been my doctor, and she is so wonderful. Like if I say let's do this test or let's do, she will, you know, um, write it up for me to have it done. I get it done, and and you know, usually everything has come back clear. I did have um, about the sneeze. Okay, it's not coming. I did have a little something happening last year, the end of last year when we did a test. And so I've been working on that for the last, you know, like since the end of last year and things have, oh my gosh, things have improved tremendously. I can't wait to tell her, like things have improved tremendously. And I think um, not eating meat has helped contribute to the improvements that I've seen in my health. Um, that particular area that I was struggling with. So I'm thankful for that, y'all. So physically, I'm doing good, but I'm feeling like I feel right now on my right side, like a discomfort. And it happens that way sometimes. And sometimes I'll, I usually don't feel it when I'm standing up. Usually I'm sitting down and usually I'm lying down in bed and I'll feel it. And that's when I feel more of the back side when I'm like lying down. So I don't know. We got me my doctor and the Lord, we go, we go, he, he doesn't have to figure, God doesn't have to figure it out because he already knows what it is. But me and my doctor, we're going to figure it out. And the Lord is going to guide me to help her to help me. And it's all going to work out for my good, you know? And so that's how I'm like right now, like me just doing that right there. I can feel it, feel it a little bit. Anyway, y'all physically I'm doing good, not great at this moment, but I'm feeling good everywhere else. I'm feeling great. It's just that point you know, in my body or part of my body that is just like, ah. but it's all good. I'm thankful. I'm happy. I'm excited. Workday was good. Had a meeting this afternoon with the leadership team of which I am a part of. And y'all, it was, oh man, when I say we was cutting the food, our supervisor was probably like, what is these young ladies? What are they doing? Like we're trying to meet and they cutting up. We cut up. That's what we do. And so it was a good it was a productive meeting, um, aside from us cutting up. <laughs> but so, I mean, if you can't have fun on your job with the people that you see Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday or whatever, whenever your work week is for however long you work, like if you can't cut up with them, I don't even know, child, but we was cutting up today. So why are you all sipping on tonight? Go ahead and drop it in the chat. Or if you're listening to the rebroadcast, go ahead and add it to the rebroadcast. What well, y'all know I got me. I got me some scarper knocks tonight. I haven't even opened. Let me move my glasses over here. Remember, I got two. Y'all, I got two sets of glasses beside me. Y'all look. <laughs> y'all, chat. So I have two prescriptions. I have not been wearing two different prescriptions, but I'm, tr I'm trying to talk to y'all while I'm opening my um, my um, my Scarponite bottle because I didn't open it in advance. Let me see if I can see the little perforated uh, place so I can speed this process up. I got I don't have much to talk about tonight, but I do have my products right here to the left. I think I missed bringing one of my products over here. I think I did. Anyway, y'all will get the gist. I forgot two of my products. Okay, I might have to look up and see what I ordered. It's some products I hadn't used. Anyway, we're let me tell you what we're going to talk about. Miss Josephine Baker, not Josephine Baker. <laughs> Her name not Josephine Baker. Um, even though we love Lady Josephine Baker, God rest her soul. Let me move the notes that I don't need out of my way. Yeah, we're going to talk about these a, a little bit about elections. Not much. 
But just a little bit about elections. Ms. Josephine Wright, we're going to talk about Ms. Josephine Wright tonight. I'm going to give you just a little bit of information about the elections, um, just information for you to know in case you're interested in. And then I'm going to talk about North Carolina with these new voting laws that are being that have been proposed. And then I'm going to mention just a bit about... Um, Y'all, the cloning that I told you that I had watched a TV show about a, a month ago and wrote down this information about stuff like I, I knew cloning was happening, but not like this. And so I'm going to share the information with you, not necessarily in that order, because <laughs> I think I'm going to be all over the place, but I am going to start with Miss Josephine. So look, I got my, my 0.75. No, these are my 0.5 prescription. Not, not that y'all need to know now, but I'm just telling you anyway, whatever. This is my one. I haven't worn my ones yet. I'm still wearing my 0.5s. I got my ones last year. And I haven't started wearing them because they were so fuzzy when I first started wearing them. I know I would have to get adjusted, but I'm still wearing my fives. And so I think my eyes have gotten so adjusted to wearing my fives that even when I don't have them on, because I usually wear them at work when I'm on the computer, because it helps the words and images to come clearer to me. And so I've been wearing them, but I think my eyes have gotten so adjusted to them that I find it better these last this last week, I'll say these last few days to a week, that when I have my glasses on like throughout the day, even when I'm not reading or watching tea, because I do wear when I'm reading, like I said, technology, watching the screen. And now I guess I'll, when I'm on my phone, I'll grab my glasses. So I think I might have to start wearing glasses all the time now, which I'm okay with that. I have no problem with glasses. I like the way I look in glasses without glasses, you know, um, I consider myself a beautiful lady. So, but I do like the way I look in glasses, but I didn't think I would. So I think I'm going to eventually start wearing my ones. I think I did actually, y'all, I'm about to put them on. It's going to be fuzzy. I can see y'all. Yeah, it's fuzzy. So these are my ones right here. Um, and I like these. These are a lighter lens than I have for my fives. And I can see pretty clearly, but things are still, I might be farsighted. When I pull them to the bridge of my nose, the words are clearer. But when I have them up close, it's just a slight blur. Okay, so anyway, that's good to know. I'll have to tell my optometrist. Um, but these are my fives that I like dearly. And I'm used to these. And it's so interesting because I'm going to need the ones soon. Because it's still kind of... Anyway, let me drink my sip. <laughs> Y'all didn't ask for my eye medical history. So I'm going to drink my sip. I'm going to grab my sip. But it's I'm going to have to end up wearing my ones before the year is out or within the next few months. I can feel that. Yeah, I feel that. So, did y'all tell me what y'all sipping on tonight? I don't see anything so far in the chat. But I'm sipping on water and my scarponade. So, I'm going to go ahead and pour it in my bourbon glass. Praise God. Is this a bourbon glass or is this a vodka glass? I don't know. Y'all know I don't be drinking. What are we going to toast to tonight? We are going to toast to good health, great friendships, wonderful romantic relationships, and forever family relationships. Cheers. Let's mm -mm -mm. stop and I Okay, so you all, let me go ahead and get into the news tonight. I think I like the darker lenses on me. I'm going to have to get used to wearing the lighter frames, but um, I hadn't planned to talk about my glasses tonight. It just so happened they was over here, and so I'm just talking about it. So, look, you all, I'm going to start the broadcast talking about Miss Josephine Wright. 
Um, this is the young lady that I mentioned last week to you that I didn't have all of the information. So I wanted to make sure that I had, y'all excuse me for just a second. I wanted to make sure, sorry, I blocked the, the way there um, for my YouTube, uh, but I wanted to have some more information so that I can share accurate um, information about her story, y'all. So Miss Josephine, I think I said Josephine Baker. If I did say that again, I apologize. Miss Josephine Wright. She is a young lady. I'm gonna call her a young lady. She's 91, no, 93 years young. <laughs> so she's she's gonna be she's gonna be our young lady. She lives in Hilton Head, South Carolina. You all, there is a development, a developer, Bailey Point Investment. So Miss uh, Wright has been on her property, her current property, for about 30 years. Her and her husband moved to Hilton Head from New York. He was a um, lawyer and she was a, um, she worked at the Department of Motor Vehicles. And so they retired, after they retired, they moved to New York. I mean, after they retired from their jobs in New York, they moved to Hilton Head. So they've been living there for about 30 years. And then Mr. Um, Wright passed away in 98. So Miss Wright has been living there. And, you know, she has 16 children, 40 grandchildren, 54 great-grandchildren, and 16 great-great-grandchildren. So you all can imagine what the family gatherings are like, right? <laughs> You can imagine that the family, I mean, that's a whole lot of people. That's like over 100 people just within their family. Let me count it up. 94, 104, 114, 124, so Miss Wright, again, she's been in this home on her property. It's a 1.8 acre property for 30 years. And this developer, Bailey Point Investment, owns lands on all sides of Miss Wright's house. They actually are working right now on building a, let me get it right, a 147 home subdivision in the area. They did ask to buy Miss Wright's house. So they purchased or they um, were approved for this land in 2014. Let me make, see if they acquire. Okay. So they acquired the land in 2014. They did ask Miss Wright if they could buy her home and her property and she denied them. She told them no. And so they have been working all around her house. Miss Wright talked about them cutting trees and um, dust flying everywhere uh, around her property and on her property too, y'all. Like, y'all. Anyway, Bailey Point Investment has sued Miss Josephine Wright. The lawsuit, according to USA Today, the lawsuit said that Miss Wright's screened-in porch, a satellite dish, and her shed were encroaching on their property. So they're suing her for um, causing a nuisance, for lowering property values and for delaying their developing or excuse me their development plans. They also said of her of the shed, the satellite dish, the porch, they said and I quote, those those things continue, this is the quote, continue to annoy 
and disturbed. The lawsuit also goes on to say, or the company has said, and, and this is in the lawsuit, that they are entitled to, quote, just and adequate compensation for its losses, inconveniences, aggravation, unnecessary expenditures of time and efforts, and disruptions. That's what the lawsuit says. So again, they are suing this 93-year-old woman um, for these things that I just shared with you. First of all, you came to her, like you in her area, like like she been living in for about 30 years. You decide to acquire property. Y'all, they wanted to, they offered her, y'all listen, I didn't look to see um, hmm, how many bedrooms or baths that the home is. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even look that up. But y'all, they offered her $39,000 for her home and the 1.8 acres of property she owns that her home is located on. Y'all, y'all, so there, I, I Miss Wright believes that they are, that they have sued her because they are upset that she has not sold their, her property, excuse me, her property to them. And they, her, and she's of course hired a lawyer, Bakari Sellers is her um, civil rights attorney. Um, they believe that this is, this lawsuit isn't really in retaliation for her not selling her home and her property to, to them. And I can about believe that. I can about believe that. Miss, um, Miss Wright went on to say that, you know, they, they, again, like I just shared, they've been doing work on her property. They've been work, doing work around her property, y'all, and on her property, cutting down trees, kicking up dust that has covered her car and her house. This is according to USA Today. She also said that she's had flattened tires and a, tr a snake, you all, hanging from a window. She 93, y'all. Like, let Miss Wright live her life. Why y'all in her area? And like, why are y'all in her area anyway? Capitalism, that's what America was built on, capitalism. They're wanting to build this 147 um, home subdivision in the area. And they feel like Miss Wright's property, it's got to go. Because it's going to, you know, again, lessen the property value. So look, y'all. Um, Miss Wright hired a lawyer because she decided to counter sue against Bailey Point. She said she is denying the claims that they have made against her. They also, um, the countersuit also talks about Bailey Point um, engaging in, and I quote, a consistent and constant barrage of tactics and intimidation harassment, trespass, to, in, to include this litigation in an effort to force her to sell her property. And that's the end of the quote. I first uh, heard this story on Roller Martin Unfiltered, and then my uncle sent me the link. I think I mentioned that last Thursday. My uncle sent the link to me. And um I didn't, I didn't have time to read this story right at that moment, but have since read it. And I, I can believe it. I can believe it. I can believe a company because all people, 
some some companies all they care about is the dollars. They don't care who they have to hurt, who they have to steamroll over to get what they want, but they want to get what they want. And y'all, I just I I feel I just this. Oof. So anyway, um, Bakari Sellers again is her attorney, and you know Bakari Sellers. I started reading his book. I can't even think the name of think of the name of it right now, but I just see the the image of him as a little boy as part of the cover of his book. But he used to uh, let me see, make sure I get it right. I know he was a, uh, let me make sure, let's see where I wrote it down and where I typed it in. Mm, okay, hold on a second. Let me find it. Yes, it's on the back side. So as I mentioned, Bakari Sellers is a civil rights attorney. He's also a former South Carolina representative. I wanted to, I knew some people from South Carolina wanted to make sure that I have the um, title for him, but former South Carolina representative. I'm so glad he's helping her. Like, I'm so excited that she has some support. She also has some support from her community, which I'm going to talk about in just a minute. But you all, Bakari Sellers, he tweeted this particular um, information to his followers, his social media followers. Tyler Perry has caught wind of the story and he has offered his assistance in any way that is needed. Kyrie Irving, he is a basketball player for, who does Kyrie play for? Yeah, I know I don't, I'm not into sports like I used to, so I don't know. Let me see it. Oh, they don't say, okay, y'all know, y'all know, because y'all know, <laughs> y'all know sports, but Kyrie Irving has also um, offered to support Miss Rye, you all, a GoFundMe, or let me, it didn't say GoFundMe, so scratch that, scratch the GoFundMe, it just says an online fundraising, um, uh, online fundraising has raised $167,000. Um, or it's up to $167,000 to help Ms. Wright pay for her attorney fees. So thank you to everyone who is giving and will continue to give to help Ms. Wright. You all, I just, this is, is, I just don't even, I can't, it's hard to believe, but then I can't believe it. So Kyrie ever played for the Dallas Mavericks. I knew it was down somewhere. He played for the Mavericks. Mavericks. Um, Fantasia has also, um, Fantasia and Meek Mill have also posted support of Miss Josephine. And so y'all, it's just, um, Kyrie Irving in particular, he donated for $40,000 to help with their attorney fees and then to help build a fence around Miss Wright's property so that it does separate, you know, her property from the land that the developers, um, own. Y'all, I just, whew. so the community support that Ms. Josephine has is the Jonesville Preservation Society. It is a community group. They actually join together in light of this developer um, being able to acquire this property. They felt like there wasn't, you know, um, enough information, transparency, um, before this developer was able to buy this property. And so the per, the Jonesville Preservation Society has joined together and they are, you know, trying to get some answers. They feel like they were blindsided. 
by this um, approval. And so they're working to get some answers. And um, Kelly LeBlanc, 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 excuse me, or LeBlanc, she uh, works with the Jonesville Preservation Society. She noted, and I quote, these houses, meaning the houses that the developers are wanting to build or are planning to build, these houses are estimated to sell at 400000 to 800000 We want to protect our beautiful island and do not need more unaffordable houses, end of quote. Amen on that, Ms. Kelly, because... You know, I the city that I work in, they have built so many places, like apartments, condos, homes, like places to live that are not affordable for most individuals that work in the city. Like, I don't even understand why developer. Well, yes, I do. I believe developers build these townhouses, these high rises, these condominiums, these apartments, these homes to attract wealthy individuals, in particular wealthy white individuals, because the average, I'll say the average, the working black person is unable to afford a $400,000 house. I am not able to afford a $400,000 house. And I'm glad that I don't, I wouldn't even buy a $400,000 house because I would want to spend my money on something else besides a house. Like I'm frugal. So and then, in y'all, I just, so a lot of developers are building, I don't know why cities and, and counties, city councilmen, county commissioners, those individuals, the mayor that run these cities, I don't know why they allow these big developers to come, like, I'm like, how much kickback are y'all, like, how much money are you getting for these developers to come in and and, pl and plant, I was about to say place, plant, build these unaffordable houses for the majority of the people in your city, like in your county, in your municipality, in your area? Like, what are you getting out of this? Because surely it's not for the benefit of the people that you are serving in your community. And it's not just happening in Hilton Head, all over the place. Like I said, the city that I work in, in Looney Tunes, folks can't afford it. Most folks, most folks, myself included cannot afford a hundred thousand dollar five well maybe maybe in a, anyway most of us cannot afford high, mid or higher six-figure salary or excuse me not salary we can afford to get that kind of salary <laughs> we can afford a middle or upper six-figure salary yes we can we cannot afford a six-figure middle or upper home place to live. No, we got, because we got to pay the bills. You got to have a car. You got to have your insurance. The kids got to be fed. You got to take care of your spouse, your family. Like there are other things to do with that money. So y'all keep Miss Josephine right in our prayers. If you're able to donate to her um, uh, attorney's fees, then I encourage you to do that. I don't have that information. You all are savvy technology individuals. So look it up yourself, Miss Josephine Wright. 93, trying to live her best life for the rest of the time the Lord will have her on this earth. And she's having to deal with this. Look, her granddaughter, Miss Sharice Graves, she's like, they're messing with the wrong lady. Amen on that. <laughs> Amen on that. And also, I wanted to share some one thing that Miss um, that Miss Wright said. Let me see what she said. Ah, uh, hold on. Okay, it's on this page. Okay, okay, okay. What did she say about herself? 
Oh, she, let me find it. Oh, she, she did say that she's a fighter. Wait, wait a minute. Let me make sure I get it right. Yeah, I, let me see where it, where it is. I got like three pages of information, so I want to make sure that I'm quoting her right. I want to say that she noted that she's been pretty much, oh, that's what she said. I was about to say pretty much a fighter. Um, I've pretty much been a fighter all my life. That's what Miss Josephine Wright said. And that ain't that the, ain't that the black mantra? We've been fighting. I had to fight all my life. Come on, Miss Sophia. You know, we, we as black people have to fight for everything we have. We have had to fight for it. So Ms. Josephine says she is a fighter. She's been a fighter all her life. She also noted, Ms. Wright also noted that this has been an extremely stressful time for her. She also noted she just wants these um, individuals just to leave her, leave her alone and leave her and her family alone. She wants to be able to keep her property for, her for the sanctuary of her family. She is hoping to have peace of mind and peace of her property. That is her desire. Again, let's keep Ms. Josephine right in our prayers, but let's also take action and help support her financially if we can. Um, support her by sharing the word. Hopefully, um, when the lawsuit, the hearing is set for September 14th. And so if the Lord blesses me to live to see it, I will give an update around about that time. Um, and I will see. So both cases are set. Uh, hearing is set for both cases for September 14th. So we'll stay tuned. If y'all get some information, y'all hit me up. Let me know. All right. So I just want to say this little bit about the elections. We all we we know 2024 is an election year. It's gonna be a big election year, I believe. It's just y'all, it's gonna be big. I want us to know for our own information. You do this research for yourself. Um, and also to see what seats, what Republican seats, what uh, Democratic seats are. Um, in each state or where they are in each state. But y'all, all 435 seats in the House, in the United States House of Representatives, all 435 seats are up for grabs. <laughs> Either we, every, every, every seat is up for election, all 435. So check your state's website, check all states' websites to see who the incumbent is, who is running Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, you know, People's um, Party, whoever, check and see what's happening, y'all, with y'all in North Carolina, in Georgia, South Carolina, um, what are some of the other majors? All states are great, but but you got North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina, like just check all around, check California, check everywhere to see you know, what is the history of that particular state and how they vote for Congress and kind of, so you, we can kind of see like what might happen in this 2024 election. So all, I'm saying for the third time, all 435 seats are up for election in the United States House of Congress. Currently the um, Republicans have a majority, 222 to 213, so 222 to 213 Democrats. Y'all, I'm going to just say the Democrats need to win the House back in 2024. I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, and I just did. I believe the Democrats need to win back the House 
And if we're st strategic in our efforts to educate, support, help those who need the help, need the support, I believe that we can do it as a people, as a group. We can do it. We can do it. Y'all, so just keep that in mind. I'm going to be checking out some things for myself because I want to know for myself um, what, who the incumbents are because I don't know every single person in the House of Representatives um, as far as in each state. I know certain, in, you know, certain individuals that have stood out, um, but... Um, but I'm going to be paying attention. Uh, and I know that we don't vote into November. So it's well, you know, over a year, like we're in July, we're almost in August, September, October. So a year and three months um, is election time. We should have already been organizing. And some, some individuals and some organizations have already been organizing. But when I was reading this information, well, I actually knew this about a month or maybe two ago, but I'm just sharing it with us just in case you didn't know. I have been thinking about how I can organize in my community. I have an organization in mind that I want to reach out to because I want to do some organizing this year for, for this, but in particular for what's going on in North Carolina. North Carolina is a state that I live in, you all. And there are some bills. I'm going to try to go over this very, very briefly because I do want to get to my unboxing and my products. But there are three bills, you all, that are on the floor. There's Senate Bill 749, Senate Bill 747, and House Bill 772. Y'all, I'm going to give you the highlights because the bills, and you can read them for yourself. I think I'm going to, I am going to post each of these um, in the description so that you can read them for yourselves later. The one that stood out the most to me, well, all three of them stood out the most to me. I'm just, you know, say that. But I'm going to go to House Bill 772 first. I'm just going to read just a little bit of the language um, that has been changed. Um, so this particular bill is a bill to be entitled an act to clarify poll observer appointments, access and permitted activities. Y'all, okay, this one did concern me because I'm, I'm trying to, you know. So the first section one, GS 163-45, it reads observers, appointment, access and permitted activities. You all, this, so let me read that, that. That, that's the heading. Let me read the first sentence. The chair of each political party in the county shall have the right to designate two observers to attend each voting during one stop early voting and during each election day and such observers may at the option of the designating party chair be relieved. Okay, forget that part. They'll be relieved during the day or whatever. You know, they stay for four hours. Um say no less than four hours, all of that is in. But y'all, let me tell you what, this is what they can do. This is what is really, and of course there's some more things. This is what is bothering me. So in this particular section, let me tell you what section this is. And y'all, y'all really have to read this for yourself. Okay, so it's, it's still in section one, GS 16345. Um, as you move further down the page, on page two, kind of in the middle near the end, yes, I did take a pause just to gather myself. 
So C1, notwithstanding any provision of law and except as otherwise provided in federal law, election observer, observers observing pursuant to this section are permitted to do the following. So this is what these um, observers will be, election observer observers, get my enunciation correct. This is what they'll be able to do. They will be able to move freely around the voting enclosure. Observers shall be permitted to position themselves a distance of five feet or greater from the registration and ballot tables and may position themselves a distance of five feet from tabulation machines during voting. Observers may position themselves a distance of five feet or greater from vehicle passenger compartments during curbside voting. Observers are authorized to hear conversations between poll workers and voters so long as observers do not violate the provision of this section. There's a whole list of other things. Number four in this section bothers me. These election uh, observers, they are able to hear the voter and election worker recite the name and address of the voter at the registration table and to hear any conversation between the voter and election workers at the registration table. Like, why you need to hear what I got to say? They also can do this at curbside, um, at curbside voting. They are allowed to inspect, count, and make an image or a record of completed authorizations to vote at any time when the polls are open. They may observe voting activity in the ballot marking area at a distance sufficient to pro prohibit the observation of the voters ballot markings a distance sufficient like who gets y'all these are see you you getting into some privacy areas i'm, I'm moving on down to 13. that that one that was seven i'm moving on down to 13. these observers you all can photograph like we used to can take our cell phones in in a way that was distracting because i sometimes have my cell phone on me because i take my fanny pack in when i go to vote um so i have my fanny pack my phone is in there my keys you know i usually take my photo id even though it's not required in North carolina well they've changed the laws now but it used to not be required but i would always take it just it's just a habit that I have since I've been voting. So I always have my life, my ID with me. Um, and so um, I said I had a purpose for saying all of that. Oh, cell phone. So I, but I don't pull my cell phone out when I'm in there. Like I usually have my paper about who I'm going to vote for and I move, you know, forth from that. I usually print off the ballot offline, go ahead and mark who I want to vote for and take it in just to make sure I remember who I want to vote for. But 13, number 13 in this section, these observers can photograph or video record any sign. Oh, wait, that's not what I wanted. Okay, the signage don't matter. Um, oh, 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 but they can use electronic devices to take notes and communicate. 
However, the observer shall not make or receive phone calls while inside the voting enclosure during voting hours. Okay, got that. So I was I was about I forgot that they could like record video, the signage, whatever, whatever. Um, oh, let me back. I do want to read 13. So I said that was number 14 that I read. I do want to read 13 that these observers can photograph or video record any signage set up within the voting enclosure as long as no voters or poll workers are in the image or video recording. Y'all. The um, 18... I, Y'all, this is, then it goes on to talk about um, an election observer may be removed for certain things. Y'all, this is dangerous. I, I feel like this is, oh, this is, who this dangerous, y'all? It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Um, so that's House Bill 772. Again, I'll link it up so you can read it for yourself. It's dangerous. It is dangerous. So um, Senate Bill 749, it is a bill to be entitled an act to revise the structures of the North Carolina State Board of Elections and County Boards of Elections to revise the emergency powers of the executive director of the State Board of Elections and to make various conforming changes. Y'all, they done marked out for Section 11A. Um, well, set, okay, hold on. For this section, there's no mark out, but Section 1.1.A, they are transferring the North Carolina State Board of Elections to the Department of Secretary of State. And in the next section, B, they have actually struck out the first sentence says the state board of elections shall not be placed within any principal administrative department. That was the original language. But y'all, they have struck out of elections. So now it says the state board shall administratively locate it within the department of the secretary of state. So they've changed that. So where it before it, you could it could not be housed under an administrative body now it is that was that foolishness that happened in Georgia y'all they have throughout this document they have struck out of elections so where it said the state board of elections they have struck out elect of elections so it just says the state board in many instances in this bill the state board <sighs> to me that makes it feel like they want to try to create a separate entity from the state board of elections in order to sway some some voting sway some results of elections y'all all of this has come out of that the stupid stupid dumb ignorant foolish um accusations of voter fraud in the 2020 elections all of this foolishness of making it harder and yes north carolina legislators you are making it harder for um uh, north carolinians to vote i don't know why you yes i do yes i do fear it see the republicans we have a super majority of republicans in the um in north carolina um we, this is my thought on it if you are so right 
then why do you have to stoop to such, such drastic measures to make it harder for people to vote? And then with these uh, election observers, giving them the right to observe within the voting area, like you are setting you uh, you are setting a precedence. If this law, if these, if this law, that particular law, um, House Bill seven seventy two passes, and you are setting up a dangerous situations for people who are voting, and they have a right to do some recording and photo taking in certain instances. I think you, North Carolina legislators, you are setting a very dangerous, dangerous precedent if this particular bill passes. I, I can see folks fighting. I can see folks cut. I can see the polling place being a very dangerous place. And I know in your in your you 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 want you you want to say that this is protecting the votes and preventing voter fraud, but really there has been zero evidence in North Carolina and in other states, but I'm just talking about North Carolina right now, there have been zero evidence of voter fraud in the 2020 elections in North Carolina. I can't speak for other state, other not other states, but other years, but I'm gonna speak speak specifically to 2020. There was no like no evidence, zero evidence of voter fraud in North Carolina, zero evidence of voter fraud in the other states, Georgia and other places where they thought it was. Uh, but again, talking about North Carolina, so for you to do this, you have no press, no reason to do this except to make it harder for people to vote. And let's just be real, make it harder for Black people to vote. Because you are a friend. Y'all, you are so scared of Black people voting. You are so scared of young folks voting, millennials, college students. Uh, you are so afraid that Democrats are going to take over the House, take over the Senate, run North Carolina, that you have stooped down to these ridiculous tactics and laws, ridiculous tactics by introducing these bills that will make it harder for people not only to vote, but to make them feel insecure and uncomfortable in the voting area. You may say, well, how is this making folks feel insecure and uncomfortable? If you got folks walking around up in there free willy that are not voting, that are not election workers, but they just walking around because this bill says they can, you are setting North Carolina up for, I'm telling you, you are, if this bill passes, you are setting up for some fights to happen, from some words to be exchanged, from some dangerous situations um, that the election workers may not be able to handle. It's foolishness. Legislators in North Carolina is foolishness. Let me, and that was Senate Bill um, 749. Let me get to Senate Bill 747. I'm going to give you a little bit of that and then I'm going to move away from this. I didn't realize my um, computer battery is getting low. So I'm going to just take a moment to, like, if you Republicans, if y'all so right, if y'all so righteous and holy and y'all got the Lord on y'all side, why y'all making things difficult? Why are you creating problems when there are none? You just being foolish. I'ma say how I feel it. You are being foolish. It's stupid, and you are setting very dangerous times if these bills pass. My name is Stephanie Humphrey, and I approve that message. Yes, I do. Senate Bill 747, redistricting and elections committee substitute. This was adopted 615-23. Um, so this is an act to make various changes regarding election laws. 
y'all let me get down because this one's kind of long and let me and i didn't write down where i want it to be so i'm gonna just scroll down again i'm gonna put all of these so you can read these for yourself so this talks about same day registration with a provisional ballot it's so much in this particular bill this one is 24 pages and like i said i did not mark where i want it to be so let me just get the article because i did um make some notes based on an article I was reading in the uh, Charlotte Observer. So I do have the bills in front of me. Um, they, y'all, okay. So these are some of the things that, that have happened. Um, so I already talked about Senate Bill 747, restructuring how North Carolina State Board of Election members are appointed. Y'all, this is what I forgot to mention in Senate Bill 749. So they're splitting the, there's a partisan split with the members that are appointed to um, the State Board of Elections. But guess who gets a deciding vote if there's a tie? Guess. The legislators. The I'm keeping moving. House Bill 772, it does loosen regulations for polling place observers. I've already gone through that, so I won't go through that again. Um, SB 747, which I'm on right now, um, this particular legislation um, allows individuals and groups you all to challenge any voter's absentee ballot and question that person's right to vote. I'm going to say that again. The proposed bill, Senate Bill 747, gives, gives permission for individuals and groups to challenge any voter's absentee ballot and question that person's right to vote, y'all. It's, it's dangerous. These bills are very, very dangerous. Um, uh, there's also this year, um, in September, September, 2023, we do have some municipal, municipal, I don't know why my enunciation is awesome. Okay, hold on. So um, this year we do have some municipal elections that are happening in September. This will be the first election, you all, that voters have to show their ID. The thing I don't like about voters having to show their ID, uh, did I write it down? Um, there's, I thought I just remembered something else. But some individuals, especially Black people, they don't have an ID. Um, for for very you know for various reasons they don't have an ID. The the requirements and stipulations for what can be used in place of an ID in the past has been unclear. I don't know if it if they're clear right now because again I haven't gone through this particular bill um, or the particular guidelines for the voter ID, but I will be. Um. So let me go back. Let me see. Some voters may not know how to get an acceptable ID. Like I'm thinking about um, 
the Latino community who may be here, but they don't have an ID because they're undocumented currently, you know, um, which I know we say that, you know, shouldn't be voting in, in elections because you do have to be an American citizen to vote. So maybe that's not the best example. Um, yeah, that was not a good example. Sorry about that, y'all. I'm just thinking off the cuff because I didn't write any of this down. Um, but I think even for some Black people who don't drive and they don't have an ID, they're going to have to figure out, well, what ID do I need and how am I going to go about getting this ID so that I can participate in the voting process? Um, and then there is a HAVA, which is the, oh, I forgot what it stands for. Let me see. Oh, gosh, it's the... Um, the Helping Americans Vote Act. I believe it's the Helping Americans Vote Act. Sorry, you all, I didn't write it down. I'm just going by my memory. But I think it's the Help, yeah, Help America, Help America Vote Act. And it does have some guidelines about the types of IDs that can, that can be used. Um, and there's information about election, election. the HAVA was established by the Election Assistance Commission. I was looking for um, some information, um, like additional information about um, acceptable IDs, um, acceptable forms of identification if you don't have like a state-issued ID. Um, I do remember reading, I don't know if it was in the bill or if it was somewhere else, like passports being allowed um, and just other IDs. I'm going to get the information so that I can have it accurately, you all, and I'll post it somewhere. If I don't post it in detail in the description, I'll post a link or post where you can actually go to get the information. Um, also, there's been some um, uh, restrictions on same-day registrations and early voting. So the new legislation, um, again, puts restrictions on same-day voting um, that may result... Wait a minute, let me, let me make sure I'm reading this right. So I'm going to read it how it's written from the Charlotte Observer. New legislation will put restrictions on same-day registration that may result in legitimate ballots being designated as provisional. I did my quotes provisional for my podcast listeners and risk being rejected before final votes are certified. If you're a voting absentee, it will require you to have two witnesses notary requirement, but you also will need to attach a photocopy of your ID. Two witnesses, which is a notary requirement, and then a copy of your ID. So y'all, that's dangerous because how are you going to keep my information safe? Like, how are you going to keep, like, if I give you a state-issued ID, it has my name, it has my address, it has my birth date on it, which is personal uh, personal identifiable information about me, like how are you going to keep that safe? Are you going to shred it once you deem that I can vote by absentee? Like what you going to do with the information? I'm very particular about my information and other people's information. So y'all, and some individuals who need to vote absentee I think this will make it difficult for them to get the required a required documentation in order to vote. I just feel like these these um, bills have been introduced to prevent or at least decrease the number of Black people who are voting. That's just what I believe.
the restrictions. Like we are, a, we have the right to vote in the United States of America, but state legislators have made it difficult in many states across the U.S. have made it difficult to vote, especially for Black people to vote. And in North Carolina, they're not only making it difficult, but making it dangerous. Setting up, a, a setting, I believe, setting up a, 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 I want to say an atmosphere of, of danger to be lurking, especially when you got observers. Like, say I, I go to my polling place. My polling place is a nice size, um, but I go to my polling place and say there's like a hundred. Like, I, I don't know if there, there won't be that many. I'm really exaggerating, but like a hundred people there and I'm trying to vote. Like, I just think it could be very dangerous. And so anyway, that's why I know I've said that enough times, so I'm going to let it be. So you all, again, I'm going to put this information in the description so that you can read these um, bills if you are so interested. All right, y'all. I think that's all I want to say. I'm going to go ahead and show you the products that I've got. And I wanted to make sure I got everything. Yeah, I got everything. All right, y'all. So you all, you all, I told you I've ordered from some new black businesses and I do have an unboxing that I, y'all, I got my box on Monday. But y'all, I was like, I really want to open it because I really wanted to go ahead and use the products. I needed them this week, but I was like, I'm going to wait and do my unboxing. I'm going to take a sip. And y'all, before I do this, let's just stay informed. Let's just stay educated. Let's stay researching about what's going on in our city, in our county, in our state, uh, and, and the federal government. Y'all, I do research, but there's a lot of things that I'm still learning about the election process and how things work and navigating through, through you know, stuff, you know, as it relates to elections, as it relates to uh, how um, the world works from the perspective of legislators trying to oppress the people, especially Republicans in particular, trying to oppress not only the vote, but just even thinking about the... Um, book bannings and thinking about them wanting to whitewash Black history and make it something that it was not. Like, there is so much going on in the world, and I'm learning, and I'm growing, and I listen to the Roland Martin Unfiltered um, on the Black Star Network, so I get a lot of my information from there, and then I research from there to make sure that I'm informed and staying up to date about what's going on. And I, it's really prompted me to want to put some action behind these words that I'm speaking and I'm thinking about processing through, praying about how to do that. Uh, so stay tuned, I guess. So stay tuned. All right, let's get, so yeah. Oh, thank you, Uncle Darnell. Kyrie, my, Kyrie Irving is from the Mavericks. Yes, I had moved my window, so I couldn't see your your comment. But thank you for letting me know. I was like, I have it written down or type. I was typing in. I have it typed in somewhere. But yes, thank you so much for that. Okay, you all. So let me get to my product. So you all know I order Rucker Roots. But y'all, this right here, I don't know if you can see it. Let me hold it up on this side. This, uh... Let me read it. This Nourish Plus Restore the Papaya and Mango Shape Define and Sculpt Gel. Y'all, this is good. I have not found, I've been natural for some years now, at least over 10 years. 
And so I have, I just got my Afro Lux. I haven't used this in about two weeks. I'm just, because I haven't really wanted any products on my hair. I just wear my, my short, short little Afro. This has brought back some of my curls. Like I keep my hair short anyway, but I do like my curls to be on top. But you all, this is one of the very few products that have brought that have enhanced my curls, brought back some curls, and it does not harden my hair. Like it's not as soft as it is right now, but it doesn't harden my hair. I absolutely, this is like one of two products <laughs> that I really love to use um, for my, for the short curls that I do have. Y'all get you some of this ro ro Roker, Rucker Roots Papaya and Mango Shape Define and Sculpt Gel. It is the absolute best. I also use, I really like this papaya and mango line, you all. I have the shampoo and the conditioner um, that I keep in my shower. And I still use the GTC, the ginger, turmeric, and carrot um, conditioner with Rucker Roots. But I also have gotten this papaya mango deep conditioning mask, y'all. For your hair, I love this. It makes my hair feel so good and so soft and so nourished. And this is a nourish and restore. And it really does make my hair feel like nourished and soft and healthy. And so these two products I've added recently to my hair care routine. And I absolutely love it. If you have not tried Rucker Roots, hairline get you some rucker roots it is by two sisters um two uh, black women two black sisters that have started this line i can't remember how old it is it's, it's it's you know some has some years on it but their line is so wonderful i believe you will not be disappointed i forgot that i do this is why i've been using on my hair their papaya seed oil biotin i haven't even had to put i don't have to put much of this on but when i do it lasts me for a couple like i have i've only I think I've only used this once in the last, um, maybe in the last week. I've only used it once and my hair still feels soft and it feels good. I need to wash it. It's time for me to get a wash, but it still feels soft and good, you all. So this, I just got this as well. So I've only been using this for a few weeks. Um, the Rock Your Roots Scalp and Hair Oil is papaya seed oil biotin and it is good, you all. I really, and it, it only takes a little bit. It only takes a little bit. And I absolutely love it. All right. Keep it moving with the hair care line. I didn't bring all of my products over, y'all. I just ordered and purchased For You by Tia. Can y'all see it? There we go. For You by Tia. Tia Maori, um, one of the, the Maori twins, Tia and Tamira. Um, sister, sister, twitches one and two. Um, Tia, the game, come on and hear y'all. I used to love this game. I used to love to watch a TV show, the game, and the reruns too. Um, but yes, and then um, countless Christmas movies and other um, projects. But Tia has this hair care line. So I have a leave in. Make sure I'm reading it right because I can't read it if it's facing you right. So the leave in curl cream, I have not used this yet. I have not even opened up these products yet. Purchase from her the leave-in curl cream. I have the curl defining gel. Moisturizing conditioner. I think I got two more products back in the back. So I think I got five from her. This is a moisturizing conditioner um, that I have not opened any of them yet. And what I got a clarifying, um, a clarifying shampoo. 
And I also got a oil. I think I got an oil from her, if I'm not mistaken. I really can't remember. But I got five products. I'm excited to use Tia's products. I have watched um, just one so far video of her doing her daughter's hair using the products. And it, man, her hair be looking good. And she, of course, Tia uses the products herself. And her curls be popping. They're so beautiful. And so I'm so excited to get ready or I'm so excited. The next time I wash my hair, I think I'm going to use Tia product, Tia's products. I'm going to pause on my Rucker Roots for just a minute. I'm Rucker Roots for life, Rucker Roots. I'm Rucker Roots for life. But I did want to give my sister, my sister, 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 Tia Mary, um, her product line a try. So I'll be able to give you an update hopefully next month to let you know how I am enjoying her products. Okay, look you all. So I added a new, y'all know I am uh, Flawless Natural Soaps for life. And so she, so Bianca, she did a body scrub that I absolutely love. Like it was the best body scrub, but she actually discontinued. She let us know, like, get it while supplies last. I'm going to discontinue it. So she now has a body polish. It's chosen. And the scripture for this product is Deuteronomy 14 and 2. For you are a home. Y'all ain't even gonna try to read it. It's so small. Okay. Look, let me see if I can put my other glasses on. Look, oh, oh, my one's about to come into play, y'all. My one's about to help me out. Let me see. Got my ooh, ooh, shoot, shoot. Got my ones right beside me. Let me see if it's better. Oh, it's a little better. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God, and the Lord has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the people's peoples who are on the face of the earth that is again deuteronomy 14 and 2 you all y'all know i bought some water over in a bath cloth <laughs> because i have i had planned to try the scrub i've been using my soaps but i had planned to try the scrub prior to coming on the show tonight so that i can tell you how it is but look y'all i got my water in my back y'all are going to get an exclusive y'all know i love trying bianca's um product flawless natural soaps i'm still using her soaps i'm still using my face routine my, my face care routine with the restorer that's a spray um now I can't even think of all the products I have. I should have bought them all over here. But it's the it's the soap. See now y'all I'm gonna have to look it up now. Now I'm gonna have to look it up so I can tell y'all my routine from flawless natural soaps. But I still use the hair care, the face care line. She doesn't have hair care, but her face line. Y'all, I still got my soaps. Like I'm flawless natural soaps for life here. But my computer not trying to uh cooperate. But I'm gonna actually try her the body polish right here it has walnut shells in it that's the first ingredient y'all all natural the walnut y'all look i'm excited to try it so i'm gonna just do a little bit on my arm i didn't bring any lotion in so if y'all see the ashy after i wash don't, don't be talking about me here <laughs> don't be talking about me so i am still using her skincare line um let me tell you what i'm using because I didn't bring all that over. So Masterpiece. I couldn't think of Masterpiece. Masterpiece is a face wash. And then the Deliverer is a toner. I also use a facial serum. It's also a type of a toner. And then I finish up with the moisturizer. So that's my face care routine from Flawless Natural Soaps. I'm still using my soaps, my, my body soaps. Y'all, she is discontinuing the citrus um, soap. It's a pretty one that I showed you with the orange in it. Y'all, 
y'all the citrus salty citrus is what it's called y'all i got like three bottles three not bottles but bars i ended up giving one to a friend of mine who was visiting we had went out with each other and then i ended up giving a soap and so i'm down to two so i think i might be doing a new order if she still has some available because i really love that salty citrus it's one of my favorite soaps and it smells so good it's called salty citrus sage i was missing the sage and so look y'all let me go ahead i'm gonna open this Ooh, what a, i smell some lemongrass maybe i'm gonna show y'all so this is how my body scrub my chosen body polish not body scrub but body polish that's how it looks so let me sanitize my hands because y'all y'all know i like to show y'all because flawless natural soaps is the absolute best skincare line in the entire universe i'm on record to say that i absolutely love bianca's products so i'm gonna just dip my hand on I'm going to just put a little bit of water on my arm, give y'all a demonstration. Let me get some of the scrub. Ooh, ooh, I hadn't touched it yet. It's light. Hold on. I think I got too much. Oh my gosh, y'all. It's so soft and light. Like, I think I got too much. Oh my gosh. Ooh, I knew I was going to drop some. It's okay. My computer will survive. <laughs> so I'm going to rub some on my, on my arm there. You all see it. Ah, y'all see me turning a different color, praise God. <laughs> okay, so that's, ooh, I like it, I like it, I like it. Okay, so look, y'all, we ain't got much time. So I got my, let me rinse my water, my hand. So I'm going to dip my bath cloth, and I'm going to, I'm going to take some of it off here. Dip my bath cloth, rinse it, ooh, see I'm being messy. Being, being my normal messy clumsy self and I love it it's all good so I'm gonna do a little wipe off here get that off and I'm gonna tell you how it feels after I get the wipe off Ooh, I can't wait to use this in the shower mm, I like the smell of that I feel like I'm smelling some lemongrass in here it has walnut shell powder, organic aloe, leaf juice, organic lavender, flower water. I declare I'm smelling some. I thought it was some lemongrass I was smelling. It smells good. Jojoba oil, sunflower oil, organic white willow bark extract. I don't know what it is. I'm I don't know what it is I'm smelling, but I declare some lemongrass, but there's no lemongrass in here. I don't know. Oh, the orange. Maybe it's the orange. Orange, lemon, and peppermint oil. So maybe that combination is what I'm smelling because the lemongrass is kind of in a citrusy family. It's like in that family. So that might be what I'm smelling. It smells really good. All right, let me rinse my hand off a little bit. I'm going to tell y'all how my skin feels. Y'all know I, I rave about Bianca. I also give some honest reviews. I have loved all of her products thus far. Okay. So my so her body scrub, I like her body scrub a little bit better because it left my skin feeling more soft. And this this is a little soft, but it left the original body scrub. This is body polish, but the original body scrub, it had, oh, it, it does feel soft. Okay, I'm feeling it now. It feels soft, but it doesn't give me that softness that I was used to with her body scrub. Not the body scrub, I'm sorry. Yeah, with the body scrub, because this is body polish. But I do feel a difference in my skin, actually. It's, it's smooth. 
is nice and smooth. So that part I like. I can't wait to use it all over. So I'm, I'm still recommending, I still recommend the body polish. It's very different from the scrub, but my skin does feel soft and clean. Because <laughs> I do need it that. Well, y'all don't need to know, but I got to clean up later anyway. Um, but yeah, so I do recommend Flawless Body Polish. This is a new product from Bianca. And I love the walnut in it. I, and it feels so soft. Like when I touched it, it feels so soft. Like it's not gritty like some scrubs can be. But it feels, um, it feels nice and soft. I like the texture of this particular body polish. And my skin does feel smooth. It almost feels like I gave my arm a shave, actually. It, that's how smooth it feels. It feels really nice and smooth. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Bianca. All right. And I also, I have not used this yet, but this is an oil serum. Oil serum. And so you can actually use this as a face. Let, let me get it right. Can y'all see it? Let me see. There we go. You can use this as a face moisturizer. You can also use it to remove makeup, you all. I've been thinking about getting my aunt one of these because she does wear makeup, um, which I don't wear. I wear lipstick, and that's about it. Lip gloss, lipstick, anything for these beautiful lips of mine. Um, but so I'm excited to use this particular oil serum, um, which I have not yet. And so stay tuned. This is, let me see if I can see the scripture. This scripture is Psalm 9419. And because the bottle is small, she didn't add, um, you know, the scripture. So you can read it for yourself. This has grapeseed oil in it, argon oil, uh, vitamin E, sunflower seed oil, and some other things in small print. So get you some. And of course, on Bianca's website, which I'll add it to the description, it does give you the list of ingredients for all of her products, shares the scripture that she has attached to every single one of her products, as well as the benefits of the products, um, the use um, for some of the products, especially the face line, because like the, the deliverer, I got it mixed up. Is it the deliverer or the restorer? The face um, wash is a three, I think it's a three month shelf life. So she'll add that information, you know, it's added to the website. Let me make sure I got it right. Yeah, the masterpiece. I get the masterpiece and deliver it mixed up. But yeah, I think the masterpiece is what has a, might be a six month shelf life. Let me make sure I got it right. Six months. So the face, I'll call it face, facial wash, but it has a six month shelf life. And you know what? It lasts for about that long too, you all. It lasts, it lasts a good, like, I think I had a little bit left um, before I needed to throw out the first bottle that I had, but you only need a little bit. You only, I usually either use my hands or like my, um, facial um, wand, I'll call it, my facial cleanser. Um, I showed you all, you know, I think I demonstrated it like maybe earlier this year or last year, whenever, I think it was last year, uh, but maybe I'll link that video too so you can see me like washing my face um, using the uh, the masterpiece. All right, y'all, so now we're going to do the unboxing and then I'm going to let y'all go because whew, it's almost 8 o'clock. So this is my the box for my new product. I didn't bring my thing over, but I have my scissors here, and I'm going to unbox this with you. I'm not even going to tell you what it is until I open it. <laughs> then my little box, look, I got something cute right there on the side. I don't think it really means anything. I probably just went to shipping. But I'm going to unbox my latest black 
black-owned product. This is a black-owned company. This is the latest in my um, my uh, heart to purchase from black-owned businesses. Uh, and it opens up with a thank you for your purchase. Thank you for your purchase. Black girl sunscreen. Woohoo! So you all know I watched Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. And there was, um, Roland had a doctor on talking about skin cancer for black people. I'm going to talk about that hopefully soon. This month was um, awareness, uh, uh, skin cancer awareness month. And so he came on to talk to us about black people. Take Y'all black, we got to wear sunscreen, you all. I know we have this beautiful, popping, unique, amazing melanin. But y'all, this melanin needs to be covered with some sunscreen. <laughs> Come on, somebody. And you all know that I ride up and down the road because I commute to work with my windows open. So, you know, the sun is blazing down. And I was wanting to open my black girl sunscreen on Monday when I got the box so I could use it this week. But I didn't because I told you all I was going to unbox it with you. But I'm going to show keep um, one of these bottles with me so that when I'm driving home, I can use it. So this is the taking it straight from the box. This is the Black Girl Sunscreen Make It Hybrid Mineral Combo. This sunscreen lotion is for the face and the body. It has 50 SPF in it. I also got for myself a Make It Pop sungloss for my lips. So I'm going to put my box down. So I was like, hmm. I used to actually wear lip balm with sunscreen in. I put the lip balm on and then I would put on my either lip gloss or lipstick. I usually wear lip gloss. So there that is. Again, it is the Make It Pop Sun Gloss for Lips. Broad spectrum of SPF 50. Hydrate and plump with hydro hyaluronic. Oh, let me make sure I'm pronouncing this right. Hyaluronic acid and tripeptides. Woo! My enunciations and I praise God from whom my blessings flow. So I'm excited to use that. I was about to put it on right now, but I got a little something on my lips and I don't want to mix the colors. And so I got that. Um, I also got the, forgot what this is. Oh, I got the sunscreen for my face. So Make It Mate Sunscreen Gel for the face. This is a 45 SPF. It's ultra sheer and fragrance free. So I'm going to open this because this bottle seems like it might be a little small. And it is. And I do remember seeing this is two ounces. Um, but I'm still excited to have to use it because I'm thinking it will only take a little bit for me to use it on my face. And so this again is a Make It Mate. I say mate, sunscreen gel for the face, 45 spec, uh, broad spectrum. This is water resistant, you all. I think all of it is actually. Yep, all of it is water resistant. Let me check my lip gloss. It doesn't say, but my lips shouldn't be getting wet unless I'm washing my face or, you know, out in the water or something. So I'm excited. To, uh, I did get some to share. <laughs> Y'all know me. I can't get nothing without, you know, trying to get some to share. I got a couple to share. And I got this. She does have a kid's um, moisturizing sunscreen lotion for face and body. It is a 50 SPF. So I got that for for the kids, y'all. Y'all, this kids is for. Praise God. So thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for the cheerings. 
So, yeah, so that's Black Girl Sunscreen. Look, y'all, I'm going to link the um, website in the description so that you can get you some. Again, you all, even if you don't get Black Girl Sunscreen, which I recommend you do, I don't know how it's going to be, but when I, that's, what I said, that's what I meant to say. When I was watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network, the doctor was up there, was talking about how we need to wear sunscreen because Black people do get sun cancer, uh, not sun cancer, but skin cancer. Excuse me. We need to wear sunscreen because we do have the potential to get screen cancer. So not that you do, but you have the potential if you don't protect your skin. And so as we were chatting, the live chat was going on. One of the viewers mentioned black girl sunscreen. And I was like, wait a minute, tell me about this. And so, of course, I went right on, you know, on my computer to find it. And I ordered, I think, that same day or the next day. And I, so I was so excited to support another Black-owned business. I have not added Black Girl Sunscreen to my website that features Black-owned businesses, but I will so that you can tap in, tap in, tap in. Woo! I love, love, love supporting Black-owned businesses, y'all. If y'all have a Black-owned business you want me to support, purchase from, feature, as long as it's reasonably priced. I'm just saying, I will try my best to support that particular business. So look, you all, I really kind of want to open. I want to kind of feel how this feels. It has a seal and everything on it, but I'm going to go ahead and open it and take off the seal because I kind—I want to see what the texture is feeling like for the Black Girl sunscreen. There was even a gentleman in the chat, you all, that says he used Black Girl sunscreen. This, even though it's Black Girl sunscreen, me and folk, y'all can use this too. It's for you too. It is not gender specific. It's just the company is Black Girl. But it's, you can use it too. So I'm going to, I'm going to just get a little bit because I kind of want to feel the texture. Right, I'm not going, I am going outside after the show, but uh, the sun has gone down, so I won't really need any, but I'm going to use it. Okay, just normal. Yeah, I'm just rubbing on in. Okay, non-greasy. Mm. It has a, it's fragrance-free, but it does have a, you know, a slight, it's fragrance-free, but it does have a, light, a slight, slight scent, slight scent. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm going to take this bottle that I just opened. I'm going to take it um, with me to work. I'm not going to work tomorrow. That's right. We have four-day work week. Okay, so I'm going out on Saturday, so I know I'm going to put some of this on. So I'm going to put it right here so I can be beside what I need to take with me on Saturday. Going to hang out with some, you know, do some things and hang, hang out and stuff. But yeah, so that's what I have for you all tonight. I want to say thank you so much for joining me. As always, I will add information in the in the um, description so that you can tap into uh, the websites and the other information that I share with you. Um, if I made any, uh, y'all know sometimes, you know, I'm reading and sometimes I'm going by my memory. So if you need to correct me on anything, go ahead and drop it in the live chat or add it to the description. Sometimes when I listen later, I realize that, oops, I said something wrong. And so, you know, I'll try to correct myself. That's what I meant to tell you. I knew I had a fourth story to share. It's not really a story, you all, but I did want to let you know that I did tell you that I was, um, wasn't sure if I was going to read the House Bill um, 821, um, the Social Media Child Protection Act, but I, I wasn't, I, it's still right here beside me. 
um, but I wasn't interested enough to read it. And so one mistake I did make is I talked about <clears throat> the bill being for 13, uh, under 13, but it's actually under 16. Um, and so I did make that mistake and I wanted to, to give you that correction, but you can check that out in social media, Child Protection Act, House Bill 821. You can check that out for yourself. I am going to still read it for myself because I just want to know if there's a potential of this happening, um, just as an educator and nieces and nephews and things. I'm just kind of curious about it. So I will, um, be reading that and check it out and see what's going there. But thank you for joining me for Sip and Say with Stephanie. I hope you enjoyed the news tonight and the share of my Black-owned products and the unboxing of Black Girl Sunscreen. Get you some of that, y'all. All right. Y'all have a wonderful night. Have a blessed day tomorrow and have an awesome, restful, peaceful weekend. Blessings.